This is About Space, America's Return to Space, with news and information on our U.S. space program, is your host of About Space, David Denall. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. As an outdoorsman, I enjoy canoeing and sailing and backpacking, and I've even hiked the New Mexico Sangre de Cristo Mountains and Mount Phillips at 12,200 feet. And I heard about an area that they call the Four Corners. It's located in the American Southwest, and I found a story about them. What's interesting is pieced together Hopi and Zuni folklore with eyewitness accounts to unlock the secrets of the Four Corners and its supposed history of extraterrestrial influence. Next, as America and the world is listening to About Space Today. Ever dream of an island getaway at an all-inclusive resort or going on an island-hopping cruise to multiple island destinations? See sun-bleached beaches and swim in the azure waters of the Caribbean Sea. Call today for your special discount prices to your island getaway. This is a special offer for About Space by calling 877-747-8631 and let's go and explore the islands of the Caribbean. Welcome back. It is believed that these intricate tunnels of an ancient cave system throughout the area have been used for sacred ceremonies, a system that stretches over four states. Geologist and New York Times best-selling author Greg Brendan explains what they found. Uh, what we found in these areas, not so much that there is a, a hollow space under the desert, but there is a, a tunnel system, a network, that connects many of the indigenous traditions in this part of the world from the uh, area in, in southwestern Colorado, northern New Mexico, uh, down towards Wild Horse Mesa. Uh, and it is this natural system of caverns that the native people say many of their traditions relate to. So they, they were created naturally through volcanic environments, and then they were modified to become more useful over later generations. But what the ancestors say is that in the past, this is where people have lived. When uh, the cataclysms of the past destroyed the surface of the earth. Could this be true? Many of these underground caverns in North America are located in the Four Corners region, where Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico meet. Billy Carson entails his personal encounter at the Four Corners area. It appears that a lot of this activity and a lot of these tunnels congregate close to this Four Corners area. Now, there's well-known uh, stone-based stargates, is what the ancient Indians call them, and now the modern Indians are saying these are where their relatives used to go and put their heads in and actually chant some words and disappear. And then some of them will return. The way the grid system runs across the Earth, there are several places that are just like heavily energetic nodes. You'll find on many of these reservations and other holy lands held by natives that military groups have gone in and built facilities and made them off limits. Most of the time, these are actual entrances to this cavern system that honeycombs the entire earth. 
A lot of these places are sacred to natives because they have stories going back many millennia of different types of beings taking them below the earth before cataclysms to protect them. And these are the same beings that after the cataclysm would bring them back to the surface of the earth to help them set up their civilizations again. A lot of these areas that the military will lock down are also very strong vortexes, which basically are nodes in this cosmic web stargate system. These are places that the military locked down because they don't want you to see what's coming and going through these gates. A lockdown? If this is true, who or what could possibly be traveling through these gates or in these underground caverns? Greg Braden takes us deep into another structure in the Four Corners area that may give us an insight into how this location connects to the sky and what may lie below. One of the greatest mysteries that we're finding of ancient civilization is right in our own backyard for those of us that live in the United States. In the high deserts of northern New Mexico, Chaco Canyon. Something happened in Chaco Canyon 1,100 plus years ago that we have never seen in the history of the world before and we never saw duplicated since that time. We still do not know precisely who the people were that built Chaco Canyon, where they came from, why they had the advanced technology, why they had the mathematics, why they had the astronomy, the architecture, the ability to grow food in one of the most harshest environments. It's uh, 12 miles long, two miles wide in some places. Within the canyon itself, there are over 2,800 archeological sites that have been recognized. Of those 2,800, 32 have been excavated and because they cannot be sustained, many of them were reburied to preserve them for later generations. 12 are now restored, and it's those 12 that are telling the story that is opening the door to forbidden territory when it comes to archaeology, advanced civilizations of our past. One of the most notable places in Chaco Canyon is Pueblo Benito. Uh, it is uh, a, a very unique D-shaped architectural complex. Over 900 rooms were built into uh, this Pueblo Benito. Some of them are square, some of them are the circular chambers, the kivas, that play such a significant role in the uh, traditions of the native peoples uh, throughout the desert southwest. And one of the reasons that this circular chamber is so important is because it ties directly into their creation story. In the circular chambers, in the kivas, there was a place at one end of the kiva called the Sipapu. And the Sipapu, in the native traditions, is where our ancestors from the past emerged from another world beneath this world. They emerge into this world time and time again. What might be Chaco Canyon's connection to the stars? When the Viking missions began sending back the images from Mars, over 19,000 images, from the orbiters it was circling. Uh, and as those images now have been refined and we have a better sense of what they are, lo and behold, there is on the surface of Mars uh, a temple complex that looks precisely like an unexcavated Pueblo Benito in Chaco Canyon, the very unique D-shaped structure that we find nowhere else on this planet in the past it's nothing that we find contemporary. The only other place we find an example of this structure is on the surface of Mars. Now, the people of Chaco Canyon, we don't know, as I mentioned, precisely who they are, but we know that they had an advanced understanding of physics, 
of astronomy and mathematics, there is a place in Chaco, a 400-foot-tall butte called Fajada Butte. And at the top of Fajada Butte is a mysterious structure that scientists are now calling the North American Stonehenge. Now, you wouldn't necessarily know that to look at it because there are three vertical slabs uh, made of the same material as the, the native Earth. In the 1970s, uh, it was recognized that on the solstice and on the equinox, the way the sun comes and the light shines through these slabs against a spiral design on the wall at the back of the, the slabs, it actually pinpoints precisely the, the uh, summer solstice uh, and the equinox as well as lunar cycles. And this was something that has never been seen before. It's so rare that scientists were reluctant to even embrace the possibility that it was actually happening. And it was only when laser-guided imagery was used to mimic the solstices uh, and the, the equinoxes at different times of year that scientists were able to pinpoint precisely that, yes, this is what was happening on Fajada Butte. What the scientists found was that from Chaco Canyon were a series of roads that radiate in perfect lines from Chaco into other archaeological sites like Hovenweep and Mesa Verde, for example, and the Aztec National Monument. Perfect lines, perfect roads, when they reached a, a rock or a boulder in the middle of the road, they didn't go around. They went right up over. They're absolutely perfect. And part of the reason this is a mystery is because these people had no wheels. What were they using? A perfect road, absolutely straight, 36 inches wide with no wheels in their culture. What were they using these roads for? This is one of the mysteries that the scientists are looking at now because it appears that Chaco was never inhabited to the full extent that it could have been. It, it had the ability to sustain thousands and thousands of people, but there's no evidence that those thousands of people ever lived there. So now the thinking is that it was a gathering place during very specific times uh, that were predicted and calculated by Fajada Butte where people from the other traditions would converge on Chaco using these roads. So it's very possible that what we're seeing in Chaco Canyon is an example of an advanced technology using the materials that are available in this world to mimic and duplicate a knowledge and a wisdom that has been known uh, from somewhere in the past. So was Chaco Canyon used for sacred ceremonies? Well, Sonia Grace is a Native American who uses her alternative research to study the Four Corners. So I went back in time and spirit traveled to an ancient site that my guides took me to called Chaco Canyon. It's in the Four Corners of the Southwest. The Savrock immediately ushered us in, inside the, the rocks. There was like an opening and we went inside and they said, we want to show you this because this is what happened to the Anastasi people. We took them through this underground tunnel before they migrated north, which was to the Mayan culture. The Savrock helped the Mayan people long time before that. The, the whole migration story of the Hopis where they migrated in four directions came out of 
an ancient culture down in Mexico. That this site and all of the Southwest is filled with portals. There's all kinds of energy going on there, especially extraterrestrial energy. There's all kinds of energy in the Southwest. So what do you think about this report on the mysteries of the Four Corners? Email me, david.aboutspacetoday at gmail.com. That's david.aboutspacetoday at gmail.com. And let me remind you to listen this Friday for America in Space with Don Meyer from Florida Space Coast and have your family and friends join us each week. Follow us on Facebook at aboutspace.today for launches and landings. And to all our listeners around the globe and here in the U.S., thanks for joining me. I'm David Denault, and this has been About Space Today.